This episode of the Midwest Game Nerds Podcast is brought to you by the Midwest Film Nerds Podcast. If you're in the market for funny banter and great discussion revolving around the latest theatrical releases, check out the Midwest Film Nerds Podcast on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, or right at MidwestFilmNerds.com. Welcome to the Midwest Game Nerds Podcast. I'm your host, John, and here with me today is Brian. Hey. And Alex. Hello. While you're listening along, don't forget to do all your Amazon shopping via Amazon.MidwestPodcastNetwork.com so we can make some money off of your purchases because they like to give us some of that. Uh, the Midwest Podcast Network apparel is now available. You can purchase it through the Game Nerds website or the or uh, the Film Nerds. I don't think if you guys fixed the link yet. No. no. Okay. <laughs> so MidwestGameNerds.com. Go there. You can buy some hoodies, some t-shirts, some beer koozies, all that Ooh. good stuff. You can even donate. If you want to donate some money, there's a donate button there for you. Uh, as always, if you like what you hear, even if you don't, please do send us feedback via email at MidwestGameNerds at gmail.com or via Twitter at MGN Podcast. And don't forget to add us on Instagram at MidwestGameNerds. Today we've got some game news, and then we're going to talk about the Overwatch beta. But before we do that, I'm going to jump into the the question last time for the question of the week was, what sort of recurring segment should we introduce to the show? I didn't get any response from anyone except for Pat, and ironically, he sent it to me before I actually posted the episode and the question. <laughs> So it was kind of the inspiration for me to actually ask that question. And Pat said, um, I'm thinking a good idea for the podcast would be to let, let's do a segment called Game Title on Drug. So you could, in, in, in Pat's case, he said, the inspiration was through a series of events. I ended up playing the Division on Acid. It was the best and the worst at all at the same time. <laughs> so Pat wants to do a recurring segment where we're inebriated playing specific games. Which I think would be fun, especially if we if we do video podcast segments like that, <laughs> like like playing Birio Kart or things like that. So, Pat, thanks for the suggestion. We will definitely keep it in mind. I thought I saw a different suggestion from him about playing really shitty games, or is that somebody else? Was it online? I don't even yeah, remember. I feel Facebook. like it was so long ago. Let me pull it up real fast. The Facebook. The Facebook. But yeah, Pat sent that one in like before I even asked the question, which was pretty funny. Um, oh yeah, and then he, so he did have it. It was another suggestion from him. He said, "What about a segment called the worst?" And I need to expand my window here, where you take turns on different platforms reviewing the worst-rated game. Take the bottom-rated game from Steam, play it, see if you can find anything good about it, or tell us how bad it really is. <laughs> I think is. that's a really good idea. Yeah, that is a good idea. So, Pat, thanks for both of your ideas. We'll we'll definitely take those into consideration. I think the worst concept is one we could actually do like in this sit-down audio podcast style. I think the one on, on drugs or beer or drunk or whatever would have to be a video podcast. When I was really into Destiny, I used to get home. Like, people would be like, hey, let's go do something. I'd be like, fine, and then we'd end up drinking. And then by the time I would get home... I'd be like, I really still want to play Destiny, though. And then I'd log on to Destiny and then run around and just do dailies and kill things. And it was fine. Drunkstiny? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I definitely played that game drunk most oh, of the yeah, time. Oh, yeah, totally. Yeah. I did a couple of raids when I was not in the proper mindset. And that, <laughs> that made... It was because we it was me and Corey, and I think, Brian, you were playing, too. I don't remember. And then some, like, three random guys from LFG... And like I was just standing in a, like walking in circles. That's good. And they were like, "What the hell is this guy's deal?" And Corey's like, "John, get your shit together." <laughs> he was like so pissed off. <laughs> Sounds about right. So, anyways, You're I don't have. A, I haven't thought friends. of a question of the week for this week yet because we don't really get enough responses for them. So 
I may I'll think of one to post when we actually post it, post the episode. But anyways, uh, Alex, you had some game news you wanted to jump on. Yeah, so there's a lot of different things that have happened. We're, we weren't going to do it while we've been playing real quick. We can if you want. I mean, Life's I figured we were just, just playing Overwatch. Really hungover? Or are you guys like shouting today? You're still really You're hungover. You're just super hungover. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I played... A, I, Hyper Light Drifter now has its hooks in me. Sweet. That game is insanely awesome. And I just started to click after playing it for a couple more hours, so that's awesome. We all played the demo for Neo. Yep, Neo. Mm-hmm. Tried. Seems Tried to like play it. Super hard Dark Souls. It's like it's like Dark Souls and Onimusha on like on steroids. I think some of the biggest differences that I saw were that you have different stances that could be That was pretty cool. That's a really interesting concept where basically you have like the high stance, which is a lot of power but also takes a lot of time, so you're more exposed to other attacks. Uh, there's the middle stance, which is kind of the balance, and the low stance, which is very quick, but also more defensive. Uh, so I found that pretty cool. And then also there's um, character abilities that you can learn using, I can't remember if it was using the equivalent of souls or how you would how you would learn them, but it would basically, the, I think the parry was one of those abilities because well, you didn't, there's you didn't like, parry off the start. There's more of a skill tree in yeah. this, as opposed to yeah. where in, in Dark Souls you just level up your specific stats. Yeah, and you do so, that too right. in Neo, but, but now there's you get, also a skill tree. Right, you learn skills. So that seemed cool as well. But Graphically, I, I thought it was it was pretty good looking I, for a beta. Yeah. I it, thought you were t- saying, before I played it, I thought you had said that it looked better than Dark Souls, and it does not look better than Dark Souls. It was a little bit choppy, but I thought graphically it looked really well, nice. It's not even a beta; it's an alpha. Oh, is it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I don't know. It was interesting. We, you did. Who made the comment about uh, the character looking like Geralt? Oh, that was that was me. <laughs> you, I don't think you guys had played it yet. And then Brian, you commented that Geralt. Somebody stole Geralt for oh Final, Final Fantasy, Fantasy 15. Yeah, yeah. And then I was like, well, he's also in Neo. Well, as that, well. Yeah, and that uh, Game Informer. Yep. The game informer, yeah, cover. it looks just like him. I swear. So, Geralt, all he over gets the place. around. Yeah, and yeah. then uh, I'm trying to think if there's anything else, real quick. Probably not. So I should just get in the. I played Sword and, or Salt and Sanctuary. That's yeah, what I say. Do you like it? I do like it. Yeah, it's it is very much like Dark Souls mm-hmm. and Castlevania and you know Ninja Gaiden. Very very hard, very hard. I feel like not being able, not having the third dimension to dodge to the sides is very. Makes it super difficult. Like even the first boss, I was just yeah. like, "God damn!" Like this guy's a pain in the ass. Totally. Like, so, but it, it's cool. The art style is really sweet. The weapons are fun. It, you know, it's definitely an interesting game. An interesting concept to take. Like, you know, what has become of the you know the Dark Souls Metroidvania style games and like made like a more modern version of that. Yeah. So uh, to, t- to 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 roll it back a little bit, when I was on the plane coming back from Alaska. I played some uh, Castlevania Dracula X Chronicles on the PS nice. the PS Vita, but for PSP, right? And I was like, yeah, this is a lot more like Dark Souls than I thought <laughs> it was, because you're sitting there like learning patterns and figuring out how to attack things. It's it's interesting. That's, that's what I'm saying. And there's like, branching paths and things like that, right? And that, that's that totally leads back to the Dark Souls discussion about it being like that. Those games are very much like the Castlevania yeah. 3D that. Totally. Konami tried to make but failed miserably. I mean, I think what was it? Castlevania Sh- Lords of Shadow is like, it's not quite the same. Like, it's still like 
that game was very good looking and yeah. it played it had a very nice play style but it wasn't interesting enough for me i guess because i tried to play it but never really got into it but it definitely seems like they were heading in the, in that direction and just didn't quite hit it on the mark well even all the way back to the 64 castlevania yeah that, that game was awful yeah anyway so uh, brian have you played anything else or no I played a lot of Hearthstone because, <laughs> yeah, but legitimately it's <laughs> Did because you the uh, play Hearthstone. They, they had a the huge new expansion yeah. came out, yeah, yeah, and the the new format changes. I uh, I opened it while I was pooping to open my packs. You can get a lot of free packs. It keeps giving you bounties to get free packs oh, of the cool. new stuff. So you can get up to well, it gives you three, and I think what is it, five, and yeah. then it gives you another five or seven or something. This you is get also, a lot. It's, they're pretty generous. With this that. is also the update with the mode that takes out the. Do they take out the base game or just the no, first expansion? You can, you can play wild, which is yeah, all oh, the cards, right. and then you can play standard, which is everything, like from this year or the last year or whatever. It yeah, it's like a certain amount of the expansions. That's so. everything I just said. Yeah, sure. In a much longer form. Yeah. So. Um, <laughs> Game news. Well, I thought you were saying that you couldn't use the old cards anymore, but you can. No, I said in, the game mode where they no longer let you use like the first expansion. Sure, whatever. <laughs> anyway. Why am I even here? <laughs> <laughs> so a lot of game news going on. We'll parse through it really quick. Uh, the Oculus, there are now Oculus demos at select Best Buys. Uh, you can also potentially purchase an Oculus at Best Buy, even though people who have pre-ordered have not yet received theirs. On top of that, if you pre-ordered and have not received yours, but you would still like to go and have one, you can buy one from Best Buy and then come back and check a box on their website that says, oh, hey, I pre-ordered, but I bought one because you guys are taking too long. And they, will, <laughs> they will still give you the pre-order bonuses of like the games and the first-in-line access to pre-order the touch controller that's when pretty it comes. Cool. So that's cool and all. It's kind of a shitty situation, but apparently like they might have had a deal with Best Buy that was like, we will come to you by this date, and then delays happened, but they still had to meet right. that date. Mm-hmm. So that sucks, but... Hey, remember that time we tried to? Yeah, we, <laughs> we speaking of, uh, of, VR, of uh, VR demos. Yeah, we went to. Well, I went to the Microsoft store on in, Friday in Troy on Friday at eight o'clock, which is an hour before close. And they were like, "Hey, it's an hour before close. We don't we stop at at eight because there's less people and there's less people working the store, and we need to close up and all that stuff." And I was like, "Okay, that's that's my bad, you know." I was like, when should I get here? He's like, if you show up at like 6.30, 7 o'clock, typically things are fine. You know, we're up until 9. So typically if you come in there, the there are less people trying it out unless you come in first thing in the morning. And I was like, well, I'm not going to come in first thing in the morning because I have to get an Ernie sandwich. But <laughs> I'm going to come at Priorities. 6.30. Ernie doesn't disappoint. So I told you guys. And so, so we coordinated this group effort to go yeah, to Somerset. This Herculean effort of teeth pulling. that just yeah. To get it all sorted out so we could all coordinate and go to the mall and try out the vibe together as a group. Videotape it and everything. And we Make show fun up. of each other and yeah. all that. And we show up. We show up at 7 o'clock. Literally 7 on the dot. Yeah. And the, the, the gump that was working the counter was like... <laughs> Oh uh, yeah, we st- we're done right now. This, this, is the, this guy's the last. This one. guy's the last one. Uh, and then the the other lady next to him was like, 
yeah, there's not enough employees working to do this or something <laughs> like that. And we were just yeah. like, and I was like, uh, I was told, told yesterday, seven o'clock, seven o'clock, come at seven, things will be fine. What is the deal? Like, and they're like, oh, we don't do that on on Saturday. We finish it a little early. And then I was like, what? Yeah. That, and then they're like, that? no, well, we we were one short today. I don't. Where was that information the day before? You yeah, know, that, when the dude yesterday was like, "Oh, come back tomorrow no, I mean, at I, seven. Cl- clearly, it, they just didn't want to do it anymore. Well, they the saw rest. three guys walk up. Yeah, who, who was gonna? That was thirty minutes of their time, and they're like, "No thanks." They could have just left us with it. We would have been fine. They didn't even have to yeah, babysit us. I we could have figured it out. But anyways, it's it's Microsoft Store at Somerset Mall. You suck. Yeah, I hate and you. It's it, you know it makes it really hard. Like the whole thing about VR is that you need to try it yourself. And if I can't try it myself when I go to the Microsoft Store twice in two days, then you're probably not going to buy I one. I don't care anymore. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You get turned away when you're trying to. You know, you're buying a PSVR. Like that's that's a no bones about it. It's yeah. cheap enough that. You're like whatever, but this is a more expensive setup. It's 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 supposedly yeah, twice a, as much. a superior product, whatever. But you want to you want to try it before you buy it, and and you literally were turned away twice. Yeah, in 24 hours. Yeah, to Af- be fair, after being told when to be there and when it would work out in your favor, and then you were told no. Like that's just awful. Like to be fair, this is at the Microsoft store, and Microsoft has no like stake. And the Vive, other than that, it works on Windows. And so it's like, do they have that much motivation to sell these? I don't think they sell them in store. You can just go try it out. So it's How does that but make maybe, any sense? maybe they will start selling them in store because of it. Or maybe they're going to start gearing some of their PC configuration, like the Surface yeah. configurations, to work with VR. Who knows? It could work out for their benefit somewhere down the line. But the fact of the matter is, you had three people willing to try it out. And like, and I, I mean, I'm sure like, we probably all would be like, oh, this is badass. I'm totally going to yeah. buy this. And we were told no. Yeah. Twice. So, you know. So. Whatever. Yeah. Shame on you, Microsoft Store at Somerset. And you stupid employees that work there. <laughs> you suck. And we're mad at you. And I hate you. And I hold a grudge. I hold grudges so hard. Not to mention there were like seven people in the store. Like seven workers. Seven in workers. The store. None of which were doing a damn thing. No. They were like. None of them. They were the like only giving each other tech support because that's what you need to do when you own a Microsoft computer. Right. Exactly. The, literally the only person doing anything was the girl helping the guy wearing the current the headset at the time. And all she was doing was defending herself from yeah. getting hit. Trying in the face to not by get him. I think they got to give yeah. her a helmet or something. Yeah. They got to get her like a face football sheet, pads shield. And- yeah. She's, Get her one of those hockey things so you can't like cut your neck with a skate. Yeah, she needs to be able to defend herself <laughs> yeah. when somebody goes rogue in zombie mode. So anyway, those are our thoughts on VR. Yeah, fuck VR. Anyways, <laughs> moving along. <laughs> I was like, this is going to be great. John's going to try it out and totally turn into like a proponent of VR. I'm, now I hate it even more. <laughs> like, and it, it has nothing to do with the actual VR experience. Yeah, yeah. Oh, well. All right, so Nintendo dropped a bomb at like three in the morning last week in terms of the NX. Uh, the NX is. I want to make a really bad World War II joke, but I'm not yeah, going to. Don't do that. The NX is not going to be at E3 this year. It will be released by March in March by the end of March of 2017, which is the end of their fiscal year. Happy birthday to you. Yeah, I know. And then uh, Zelda is coming in 2017 simultaneously for the Wii U and the NX. So it will be March at the earliest, but that's not even confirmed. Right. And uh, Zelda's the only game, the only playable game they're bringing to E3. 
Interesting. So we've had a lot of people pulling out of E3 this year, and it keeps getting more and more diminishing returns. So I don't know how long E3 is going to stick around, but, you know, we'll see. Is, it, is, is, like, is like the PAX Expos, are those just getting bigger? And it, well, like, yeah. The, yeah, they have so many of them now. PAX Prime used to be up in Seattle, right? but they have now removed the name Prime from it. Because of Amazon. No, because because PAX uh, East, which happened in New York last month, is now bigger than PAX Prime. That's ah. the one in Boston, right? Yes. Yeah, that's the one I would like to go to. I would love to go to that one. And I think the thing is, when the, the awesome thing about PAX is that it's for everybody that, like all the people who love video games, it's for customers and it's for uh, for press people. So that's the awesome thing about PAX. And then on top of that, Everybody who's big enough to have a gigantic E3 presentation can do that on their own dime on, at their own money. Like They can do that at any other time of the year. So there's no reason for them to adhere to E3 and do a big expensive presentation where they're just going to get drowned out by all of the other people that are there. Right. So it, it, it makes sense that something like E3 is kind of dying off, but PAX is flourishing because then you get all these indie developers out in front of people who want to play their games, and that's, that's awesome. Yeah, I mean, so. I, f- I feel like... Even the the focus of the Xbox One or like the Microsoft Store and the PSN Store now is becoming it's so indie oriented. It's so easy because for obviously, people to like, put out video games. obviously, like the big name games don't need the support like that. The indie yeah. games need that push, and it's good to see that the big companies are helping those smaller guys like get their name out there. Microsoft is doing the the Microsoft ID thing right now, yeah. where they've got a bunch of indie games on sale, just like Sony just did. What was theirs? The called? launch party. Yeah, launch party. So the and the the sad thing about it is that I think Microsoft used to be better at it with the Xbox Live Arcade, and now probably. I feel like they're both on very even playing field, which is like here's a. Ch- load of indie games play these yeah yeah so i mean sony made a big push this time around they, this yeah generation they, they definitely brought people around to be like this is we're doing we're supporting indie people now because yeah. xbox did that last time and they beat us to the punch so it's kind of they're both leveling out in the same respect but either you know. way it's good for gamers and good for developers yeah but anyway back to nintendo I want to know what the NX is really bad. I'm sad. It's gonna, they said they're going to talk about it more later in the year. It's a cloud streaming device. I really hope the controller isn't that stupid oval touch. No, that was it. That was it. I know, a, that was I like know but what if it, it actually were? I don't think real. it. I don't think it will be. The but. thing is, I think they've kind of realized that the the best combo they have is like the the one that the the. The actual gamepad that came out for like the Wii U that's not the screen, the one that has it's like the combination oh, yeah. of like yeah. the GameCube controller yep. and like the old N- Super Nintendo controller. You mean like, like a normal controller? Yeah, like that's like clearly like their best bet, and they're they're probably just gonna stick to that. I, I well, and there have been the rumors about it being like a combination home console and three and DS, right? So maybe it'll just be a DS, which who knows? But I don't know. Or it's a cell phone. We'll know more later on. Yeah, well, it's powered by Android. Android, so. If they stick to their trend of backwards compatibility, then I will seriously consider getting one. But otherwise, I don't think I want one. It'll be interesting to see what they do. I, I I don't know what the... It sounded like there were a lot of rumors out there of like a super... Like they're gonna do a Splatoon and Super Mario Maker available for NX. 
And hopefully that would mean that they would include more features in both of them if they were going to like re-release it. So who knows? Maybe, maybe they're not going to do, it's not going to be able to play Wii U stuff, but I don't know. So, uh, enough about Nintendo stuff. We got the two big shooters had their, uh, their trailers drop this week. First of which was call of duty, infinite warfare. Uh, looks like they're going to space. Woo. I guess. Yep. All right. I don't uh, care. Nobody cares. Yeah, no. I the was whole not, internet I was, was not like, impressed. The whole internet was like, we don't care. I mean, it, yeah. It doesn't show anything that looks particularly compelling. It, it looked kind of cool. I Space thought the, is fun. The crappy uh, David Bowie cover was kind of in bad taste. Yeah, yeah, that's what a lot of people said. And I was like, yeah. But it was. It, it's, we're honoring David Bowie by putting him in a Call of Duty trailer. So really but, not honoring him. <laughs> <laughs> That's coming November 4th, 2016. Everybody should just go play Omicron. The, the other one that came out uh, was Battlefield 1, which is indeed going back to World War One. And looks badass. Yeah, it the, looks really cool. The only edge up that Call of Duty has is that their trailer had gameplay in it. And this this Battlefield 1 is all pre-rendered stuff. But but imagine like think back to when we saw the Battlefront like pre-rendered stuff yeah. and how it, the real game actually looks compared to the pre-rendered. No, I they're, I have they're I, pretty on par. Like I'm not I don't expect the gameplay to be far off from the pre-rendered. I have no qualms that they will not be able to 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 bring the force when it comes with uh, Battlefront for uh, I don't know whatever. Uh, but I have no like I think that it will look really good, but I want to see the gameplay. Like right. there's definitely a very different feel. You know when it's gameplay and you know when it's not. Yeah, of course. And, and so I I want to I want to see the game that I'll actually be playing, not what they're kind of imagining the game to be. So that's coming out October 21st. So it's coming out a couple weeks before Call of Duty, which is. Good for them. Good, Gives them two idea. weeks to get it right before Call of Duty yeah, launches because you know yeah. it's going to have issues. Definitely picking that up, but I'm going to have a hard time deciding which platform. Yeah, I, I, I historically I've gotten most of my Battlefield games on PC, and I I just really like playing them on PC. But I don't have anyone to play with. <laughs> I I mean it depends on where Nick and Gojo fall. Because I know they're the big Battlefield people that I know. And if they pick it up for PS4, then I would do it there. If not, then I probably won't pick it up at all. I would try it out. But, you know, it's more Battlefield. I'm so sure it'll have a commander no, mode. Yeah, there's certainly no hacker mode. No in this hacker one, mode, so. but commander mode will be part of it, <laughs> yeah, I'm do sure. Do I send pigeons or something? I don't Whatever. Maybe you're an airship captain. Maybe. That would be cool. Call in airstrikes. Yeah, I was no, re- there's yeah, there's no MAV, so I'm useless in this game. So never well, mind. There are <laughs> airships though. <laughs> That's cool, but <laughs> what am I gonna do with that? I'm know. just excited to ride a horse around the battlefield. That's cool. Yeah. Small things. <laughs> but anyway, those both are out. Um but I think that's pretty much everything that I had. Did I did I tell you? Did I say anything else to you guys? Uh, Nvidia video cards. Yeah, so Nvidia announced their uh, GTX 1000 line, GTX 10 line, I guess yeah. it is. Uh, the 1070 and 1080 are the two models that they're currently showing off, and the 1080 uh, apparently can run the new Doom at 200 frames per second yeah. at 1080p, That's which is ridiculous, awesome. <laughs> but uh, it's supposed to come out at like 579, I think. 579 US dollars. 
Yeah. The, uh, uh, no, I think it's five ninety nine. Is it five ninety nine? And then the uh, the the ten seventy is three three seventy nine. Yeah. So it seems some, like a really good price if it's. That's the thing is that that's pretty much that's a very close price to what I spent on my GTX or my 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 nine eighty mm-hmm. Ti. Uh yeah, five ninety nine for the big one and three seventy nine for the. I feel other like one. at some point, like I had a really nice gaming PC, and then now I don't. It's just kind of <laughs> that's how it happens, you know. Right, but I don't have any money to invest in it, and not that I really need to, but. Well. It doesn't matter. I have consoles. When I upgrade, you can have some of my parts, like my video card. Yeah. My whole computer was Frankenstein from like everyone else's parts. I think the only things I bought brand new were my video card and my processor. Yeah. I, it's it's hard. It's hard because that stuff, it's always getting... Like, I just built my computer, and I'm like, well, I kind of really want the 1080. But if I do that, I don't even have anything that can really... Like, the monitor that I bought, it's still... I can't, it can't do 200 frames a second. <laughs> like, it's not going to be Even my monitor was a hand. It can do 144. It can do 144. Which is pretty cool. But I feel like I can hit that with oh, one, on most I, of the games I that I have I bought my right power now. supply, too. So oh. I bought a power supply, a processor, a video card, and a mouse and keyboard, and then everything else was hand-me-downs. There you go. But anyway, new, new, uh, new NVIDIA cards is always good. That means things are getting better. Yeah. And that means that the stuff that... It's still really good. the the nine The nine hundred series is still awesome, and that means prices are going to drop. So, right on. Typically, not as fast as you would like them to, but they still will drop because I don't know who's going to buy a nine eighty Ti when they can get a ten eighty for the same. Right. Mm-hmm. So, yep. I think that's pretty much everything in terms of game news. Cool. Let's talk so. about uh, let's talk about Overwatch. Yeah. Good times coming out the twenty fourth, yeah, of May. This, this is this is Blizzard's probably their biggest foray in, into the console scene. Yeah, right. I of, mean, obviously Diablo three came out for it, but this is like their biggest. Like we're gonna, they put a ton of marketing behind this game. I don't know Diablo one on PlayStation one that took a full memory card to save your game was pretty significant. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but this what I what this I'm getting is at their their first. <laughs> Console game that will launch at the same time as its yeah. PC counterpart. Because right. Diablo three came later. Yeah, yeah. But it's that, not a port. It's just a straight up launch yeah. for everything. All right, Brian. What are your general thoughts about Overwatch? Um, it definitely has that Team Fortress vibe to it for totally. sure. Yep. Um, but at the same time, I mean, there's what like twenty five heroes or something versus yeah. what, how many classes were there? Like eight right. in Team Fortress. So I mean that's that's a big difference, and they all feel considerably different, which is impressive. Um, and I mean it's fun; it, it's easy on the eyes. Looks pretty good. I mean yeah. it's Blizzard's; so they always have really good art direction. Yeah, it's very polished. The character you guys, you guys, you guys played on PS4, right? Yep, we did. Yeah, play on okay. PS4. I was on PC. Uh, I just read before we came over here actually that they extended the beta by a day so i might download the pc one to try that out I was as well gonna, i was gonna download the xbox one today just give it a sh- give it a little give it a little try a little. yeah uh, i don't know like if it'll have staying power for me like i don't i can't see myself playing it day in and out for you know yeah like there's months a, there isn't anything in this beta that's 
Like, is there anything that's coming out in the game that wasn't in this beta? No, ev- uh, everything that, was in the beta. Yeah, it's like the full game, which is yeah, that's cool. not sixty dollars to me. That's yeah. what this game doesn't smell of something I want to spend sixty dollars on. It doesn't smell like something I want to spend forty eight dollars on with Best Buy Gamers Club unlocked. Right, the, the checks in the they mail. They need please. to somehow. I need to see some more monetary value come out of it. But I think, like in general, I think it's a very good looking game. Uh, they did a really nice job polishing it up and having it ready to go. We didn't have any disturbance. I think maybe Jeff like dropped from the game once. When Actually, we were I had the game crash twice on me. I, and I had, I've never had any other PS4 games crash. On I me. didn't have any hmm. issues with it. I, I thought it ran really, really well. It's, it does uh, run well, yeah. The sound effects are cool. All the voiceover for each of the individual characters is pretty awesome. The art direction's amazing. I really like the character design is awesome. Like I think yeah. all of the characters, they all look super unique they all perform in very unique manners um one of the things i really like is that i didn't well i mean the guys that we were playing with all felt like the chappy looking robot guy was the most like cheap out of all of them yeah bastion yeah Yeah, like he's very he's not necessarily overpowered but he's just cheap like it's just a cheap win with him well you're you're playing a turret that turns into a tank so It's pretty cheap. (laughs) it is cheap but i do feel like all of the characters themselves individually like none of them actually felt any stronger than the other. Like they felt yeah. very balanced, which is not something you typically see. You do have to have a balanced um, Your team. team yeah. Like this isn't ha- this isn't Team Fortress where you can just get nine scouts and then just no beat the hell. We out tried of the other six team. tracers and that didn't <laughs> go so well at all. Right, but but that's what's cool too is the game tells you when your team isn't balanced properly. Yeah, and, and, mm-hmm. it, and it you know it says like oh no snipers, no tanks, no no builder. Like yeah, it's just yeah. it's cool to have them actually point that out and and try and push you in the right direction. Um, but yeah, I I thought it was a lot of fun. I feel like I do need to play it a little more before I make any final decisions on whether or not I'm going to buy it. But I, I do like I it was it was very enjoyable to play, especially with Zach, who like reason <laughs> yeah. got the Zach buff. You, well, not just getting the Zach buff, but it's just fun. To, it's fun to play with someone who's willing to jump into whatever class you need. Yeah, yeah. And even like you, Brian, we're very much in the same boat. Where like if you saw we were missing something, you were capable and willing to change classes. Whereas someone like me, who's awful at these games to begin with, is only going to play the one character that I feel like I really mesh with which was Farah, who's very much like a quake, like, yeah. you know, rocket, rocket launcher. launcher. Mm-hmm. Like, Can you rocket jump? I didn't uh, she has a super jump. Oh. So <laughs> it's not a it's not a rocket jump, but you hit the button and it shoots you into the air really fast. But that's it's cool because those special abilities are all, they all have cooldowns, which is nice. So you can't overuse them. And that's like yeah, and there's that. no there's no ammo either, right? Yeah, there you is no. keep you, reloading. Yep. Yeah. So that's awesome. It, it, it's definitely... They're gearing it towards competitive gameplay, like very fast-paced competitive gameplay. I think. Yeah, the matches are very short. Yeah, yeah. it was cool. I, we we played a couple rounds of payload and a couple rounds of like domination or defense. What's the do- not domination like defense or whatever? Yeah, I don't even know what it's called. I don't know you the just game capture modes, points. Like, yeah, capture like one points side like, defends yeah. the points, the other side captures, and you switch. Yeah, I think I did both of those as well. And I, I I played I played a handful of rounds and I maybe only lost one of them. And I felt like I was playing pretty strong, like especially for the fact that I haven't played a first-person shooter with a keyboard and mouse in a really long time. Yeah. yeah. But I still equaled it out pretty well and held my own. Uh, especially, I played most of my games as Torbjorn because I was always the engineer. I played and, him for a bit. He's fun, but it's more like a babysitting simulator when you're playing him. Yeah. <laughs> yes and no. I. I his. Uh, I like that he's got both the kind of 
longer range shooter and the shotgun a lot like the engineer in team fortress 2 his gun is actually extremely effective like the longer range one totally even the shotgun i, I never was able to the ruin people with that shotgun you just right click with it and oh. it's the secondary <laughs> fire i and didn't realize that it's it's beautiful but uh i there were a few times where i got like the most what what is the the like the the best play of the game or whatever. Oh really? Yeah, yeah. play of the match or whatever. I never got one of those. That, that was, was sad. That was fun. It's probably because Zach was getting them all. Yeah, well, yeah. Every time we played. <laughs> yeah, if you're playing with Zach, you get the Zach buff, but you're never gonna have the best moment of the game. That's just kind of the trade off. But and Zach was he surprisingly like he chooses like he was choosing the most difficult play like characters to play as. Too. Oh yeah. So like he. Difficulty level was always max, so he he played as the the bow, the guy with the bow for a while. Hanzo, Hanzo, yeah, Hanzo was pretty cool. And and I mean, yeah. the, like that's the one he got to play of the game with, and it was just like, oh man, like Hanzo, I want to be good at because he's, he's awesome, but though. I'm not good yeah. at, <laughs> so yeah. it would take a lot more time. I, when um, I was playing, especially considering the amount of options and stuff they have, and the way they're like set up in the in the menu, yeah, I felt like the game would play a little better on PC. I mean, like it seems geared toward a mouse and keyboard. Yeah. I was wondering how the controller works fine. How the controller would work out. I think it would be okay because everybody has pretty limited, like it's all the same thing. You're doing your shifts. Like your run button is going to be certain things. Yeah. You got your E and your reload. Like, it. I think it'll all translate to a controller pretty well. I didn't try to hook one up to the PC and use it, but, uh, but it does seem like, Everything's pretty plain. I like how quickly accessible everything feels on the PC, even though it's kind of spread across the, the keyboard and mouse. But the other thing I was going to say, Team Fortress 2 came out in a package with Portal and Half-Life 2 Episode 2. Yeah. Which is one of the greatest purchases I think I've ever That's made. That's the easiest $60 <laughs> that, that yeah, anybody orange, could Orange spend. box was worth every penny. And yeah. so this game... Being well, it's forty on PC, or unless you get the Origins Edition, which is sixty bucks, and um, which is the only one you can buy retail. You can buy the the normal the normal thing from from Blizzard Direct, but um, yeah, on console, I think you can only get the you can Origins only get the Origins one. Edition. Yeah, so it's you know, I what does Origins Edition come with? It gives you like more skins. See, okay, well, that's that's one of the things I was going to touch on in terms of like replayability. The skins are awesome. Um, yeah, the extra skins for all of the characters are so badass, and that's like I can see like you're, you're talking about lo- the longevity of like your your length of, ga- of playing this game over yeah. time. The only way I would play this game is to like get all of this, like take a char- the character that I like and max them out completely with all of the skins and collectibles, and then I would be done. I think so. You get between all the characters, there's like 570 unlockables. Yeah, it's something ridiculous. Which is which is cool and all, but as somebody who gives no shits about cosmetic <laughs> stuff, I have no motivation to keep playing this game except to play it with people. Yeah. So I'd be like the fact that I was playing it on PC without anybody that I know. I'm very interested to try it with you guys and with that group of people because yeah. I think I'd have a lot of fun with it. It is fun. But but I don't know how long it's going to stick around. I feel like this could burn out as quickly as Battlefront did. 
was yeah, fast. but Battlefront's one of those games. Like, I don't have any intention of selling it anytime soon because I'll I want to go back and play I've it at still some point. Never they gave it. out a bunch of free stuff on the floor. yeah they did yeah but and that's the thing to keep in mind too. This is a Blizzard game. They will have they lots will of free it. updates. Absolutely, totally. I get that, and there will be reasons. To they come will probably back to add it. new modes and stuff like that too. I Wh- hope they which do because only I, yeah. two modes is probably my only real complaint. Like if this is if this is them being like this is our platform like Heroes of the Storm we're just going to come out and support this like if this if this yeah, is well, me Heroes paying, of the Storm is free to play if this, this is, is me paying my 60 bucks and then they just keep throwing stuff at me I and think that's what the case content, will be like if this is totally the Team Fortress model okay all right cool I can pay $60 for that but I just don't know I should say real quick the Origins Edition comes with five skins you get one for Reyes, one for Morrison, Bastion, Farah, and Tracer. And then you get a... And all the other stuff in the Origins Edition is for other Blizzard games. So you can play as oh, Tracer yeah. in Heroes of the Storm. You can have a pet Winston in World of Warcraft. Winston's the big oh, gorilla guy. Yeah, that's awesome. So you can have him. There's a, a card back exclusive cool. to the Origins for Edition for Hearthstone. Uh, you can have Mercy's Wings in Diablo 3. Nice. And then there's in-game portraits for StarCraft 2. <laughs> so, I, you know, is that worth another $20? Not no, to me, no. not at all. But the sad thing is you can't pay. I don't think, you probably, do you get any of that on console? Yeah. I don't even know. Yeah, you get all that stuff. All right, well, that's cool. Because how it usually works is those are just even... codes that you can redeem in Battle.net, in your Battle.net okay. account. Does and, that apply? And then it'll like, apply to your thing, games. You don't have to log into your Battle.net account to play this game. Like it just like yeah, I don't you, understand you don't have to. But I mean, can you, you can just use the codes that come in the box. Yeah. Can you use? I wonder if you can use Mercy's Wings in Diablo Three on PS4. But yeah, probably. I so mean, I'm not 100 percent sure. But. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. But all that being said, I think I think it I think it's a fun game. I would like to play more of it. Um, but yeah, I think since they're extending it, you should load it up on your PS4. Yeah, it's going through. Oh yeah, Tuesday I suppose now. I can do that now, can't I? Yeah. All right. I'll be playing tomorrow for sure. Okay, maybe I'll hop on tomorrow night and play with you guys, and that will yeah. seal the deal. Because right now I have it pre-ordered. I also I should I should say I just canceled my pre-order for the Uncharted uh, Collector's Edition because I had a change of heart of like I don't need more clutter in my house, so. <laughs> I'm probably just going to go and rent Uncharted 4 because I'd like to save on some money. And I'm debating on what I'm going to do with Doom. But uh, Overwatch is one where I'm like, I have it pre-ordered, but I might just I guess change that, it. That, that'll be our question of the week is what do you want us to review, Uncharted or Doom? <laughs> well, I, I will, I'm, I'll happily talk about both. Cause I think because I'm I honestly don't have any inclination to buy either of them or play either of them. Really? Yeah, I don't care. Like I don't know why, but I just don't care. I think you should play Uncharted. But so I guess my like I want to put it out there. Like what would other people like to hear us talk about? Definitely getting Doom because of how much you like Tomb Raider. I want to know what your thoughts are on Uncharted. Okay. I do want to play Uncharted, but I haven't played the last three, and that's more my problem right now. I think that's the situation that a lot of people are in, and I can't imagine that 
it will matter that much except for store like obviously you'll get a little bit more out of the story if you know where everybody's coming from but you could just do what i did for the dark souls series and go on youtube like and watch mil- like 12 yeah. hours of videos explaining well, the story yeah there's there, people have all kinds of youtube roundups that are like everything you need to know about uncharted before playing uncharted yeah, dark, 4. dark souls i just don't care like i mean i like the lore and the fact that there well, is a yeah. story i guess but <laughs> That's not the important part to me. Like, I didn't mind just jumping in the third game, having that. Right. Well, I still want to know what our listeners want us to review. I think they need to send us more feedback of that sort of stuff. Yeah, that would be that would be helpful. But also, they need to let us know what they thought about Overwatch if they played it. Which I hope some some of you guys listening, I hope you played Overwatch and you need to tell us what you think about it. So, let us know. Uh, I forgot to mention in the Call of Duty segment that there is a remaster of Call of Duty Modern Warfare coming with Call of Duty Infinite Warfare. I, I would put money on it that more people will play that than they do playing the new Call Oh, that's Call why they did that. Yeah, that's the only reason I would want to buy it. Now everybody, everybody who didn't care about the newest Call of Duty now cares about it because they want to play Modern Warfare again. Right. So it's like, the only thing is, is it going to play like... Modern Warfare, or is it going to play like Infinite Warfare, which I think people would have. I'm sure it'll play the same. You say that, but that hasn't been the case in other games. Especially people are like, oh, we got Halo 4, and look, there's Halo 3. Oh, but it plays like Halo 4. It's not going to have all of the multiplayer maps. I do know that. Yeah, it's It's got 10 of them. And some of the Favorites or whatever. So it's like, you know, but as somebody who couldn't care any less about Call of Duty. I'm not. Yeah, I'm just kind of. I'm very. What's the word I'm looking for? Not apathetic. Yeah, that's I'm probably. Like, I'm the like word. apathetic towards any of the games coming out in the next couple of months. I feel like until No Man's Sky. Like I'm excited for No Man's Sky. That's about it. Yeah, I'm. And everybody keeps saying, "Oh, you're not going to like that game." Like, <laughs> I st- I'm more excited for that than anything else that's coming out. I'm super excited for No Man's Sky. I'm excited for Uncharted. I'm excited for Doom. I, I want to not know, multiplayer anymore. I want to know excited for single player. Yeah, I want to know what Doom is, but I don't want to. I don't really want. I feel like I'll be able to buy it for like ten dollars in two months, so it's yeah. kind of hard for me to. Well, know. I will probably. Actually, I'm not sure which console I'm going to get that for. I'm not. I'm not getting it for PC. Are you really? Think. Are you guys interested in Paragon at all? No, I don't okay. care about MOBAs. I I've never actually sat and played one, so they're just so bleak to me that it's not, and the communities are so toxic that it's nothing that I want to be a part of. Right on. But, you know, I don't know. So I yeah I don't do. I wanted to get Doom because it feels like if I don't get Doom on a new PC that I just built, then I'm probably doing something wrong. But at the same probably. time, don't you want to run it at? 200 fps <laughs> yeah well it'll probably only run at 150 on yours. yeah it might only be 144 on this on this machine but um you know but I you could also wait and get it yeah but then i can't talk Steam about it for this so i'll probably buy it because i feel an obligation to the three people that listen to it <laughs> us <laughs> yeah it's got to be more than three because we're getting like 200 downloads a week mm. I I like to re-download it over and over again. (laughs) I mean, I got the stats update this morning, and it was like 220-something. Everything ends up with like 200 downloads, although I think it's lower uniques, but 
I don't. I haven't looked. Yeah, at I don't it, really understand the stats. I'm gonna have to <laughs> figure that all out. Yeah, we just but, get the stat email that says, "Oh, you had X amount of downloads." This that's past typically week. that's typically total downloads. The uniques are probably like two thirds of that number. Yeah, well, I figured the total but, downloads are like between all of the episodes, right? Like, well, no, like the the so this is there's no interest to be on the podcast. Yeah, it's fine. We don't have to talk about this now. Yeah. We'll talk about it later. But anyways, yep. I mean this. I'm assuming we're pretty much done. Yeah, I think that's this is a it. short episode. It's like 43 minutes. That's, that's fine. fine. Brian's got to go watch Game of Thrones. It's an interim episode, kind of. I mean, we're between games. Yeah, no, it's cool. It's good to be. It's good to have a short one every once in a while. Everybody gets bored listening to us. Yeah, I'm we're making right up now. for the Dark Souls episode. Yeah. So everybody should just play some more Dark Souls and get good. <laughs> <laughs> so, because that's what the that's, internet tells you to yeah. do. Yep. Anyways, uh, what was I going to say? Oh, Alex, you have the the film nerds is doing their summer movie wager. Yeah, the summer movie wager is up right now. You can go on our Facebook or go to MidwestFilmNerds.com and look for the summer movie wager 2016 post. If you partake, there's a possibility for you to win $40 worth of either movies or gift cards to go to the movies. How do you partake? You go to the so, website and there's a Google form that you fill out. Yeah, so basically you are picking the top 10 worldwide box office earners from certain dates that are in the article that I put oh, up. Okay. And uh, you've got one more week to do that as of when this recording went up. So tomorrow, Monday Yeah, this will be posted to- tomorrow. Um, and uh, Captain America is already raking in a lot of cash. So probably put that one near the top. <laughs> yeah, I'm putting I'd put Captain America near the top and probably Turtles. Yeah, that's entirely possible. But you I got put other, those in my top five at least. You got other things like uh, Finding Dory's coming out. That's kind of it's hard to know where a Pixar sequel is going to be, even if it's Finding Nemo. Right. Like, and uh, who in the hell knows how Ghostbusters is going to do? Who knows how Independence Day is going to do? It's kind of like yeah. There's a uh, lot. Yes, the summer of sequels. <laughs> there's a lot of wild cards out there right now, so it'll be an interesting. No, I think everybody listening to the game nerd should take a second and actually go do the film nerds summer movie wager. It's something I've always wanted to participate in, but always missed the mark. So I will be signing up for it, Brian. I think you should do the same thing. Okay, as long as I remember, I'll do it. I'll yeah. remind you. At the moment, we've got 13 entries, so we're only 19 s- is was your maximum. We're only six away from me from matching the max. And, and hopefully I can pull Tim and Willie and Nick and everybody else's arm into actually filling out a thing for me. So. They should. I'm going to do it. Typically gonna do it. I was going to get Mark and Eric from Mod Orange to do it. Do so. it. Do it up. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Anyways, uh, while you're listening along, don't forget to do all your Amazon shopping via amazon.midwestpodcastnetwork.com so we can make some money off of your purchases. And don't forget to send us feedback at midwestgamenerds at gmail.com and also on Twitter at MGN Podcast. And don't forget to add us on Instagram at Midwest Game Nerds. And you should definitely let us know what you want us to review because we like to know what you guys think about the show and what you want to hear. We want to make sure we're bringing you content that you enjoy, so be sure to do that. And that's all I really have to say for now. Anything else, guys? Nope. Nope. All right. Cool. Everybody have a great week here coming up, and uh, we'll see you next time. Peace.